0: texas you're listening to the unsanctioned citizen podcast here's your host sheila dean Austin, Texas, you're listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's your host, Sheila Dean.
1: Craig Sawyer has been an elite military and special forces professional for the U.S. government for the majority of his long and storied career. In the last several years, he has taken a different kind of extraordinary risk in order to protect the most defenseless and vulnerable people, women, children, and sometimes men, hostages in the human trafficking business. These people are taken by force and sold involuntarily into a life of sexual or labor slavery and transactional servitude, mostly in the narcotics business. They are expected to exist, captured under the radar. Many of these people are killed in the process of enslavement. So often, the clock is ticking to save their lives. These great men and women who served to help these desperate, trapped people escape. And so we are now rejoined once again by Craig Sawyer back to the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast for our long-form interview to cover more of your recent journey to combat corruption and child tra- trafficking here in Texas. So, hello and welcome again, Greg- Craig.
0: Hey, hello to you, and
1: thank you for having me back on. It's uh, a privilege and a pleasure on this. End. Ah, uh, it's a gift. We, we, are, we are so glad to have you. So uh, we interviewed you before for a brief stint at the How Many More Rally and on your important work with veterans, the numeral four, childrescue.org. Um, the people I sent the documentary were really shocked at the content, to say the least. So um, I wanna run this quick clip from the Blaze Media to bring people up to speed briefly on how close this is in Texas, specifically to Houston, and how dangerous it is to to normal life. Uh, This is approximately three minutes, and then I wanna get your reaction to the frame of events since then. People don't realize how easy, first of all, they don't realize how big of a business
0: this is. Children have become a commodity. And they don't realize how easy this is to transact that business. Yeah. Yeah, It's dark. It's depressing for me being, being an American patriot, going, serving in my country, going around the world, 60, 60 countries over the years. Yeah. And only to learn from a friend of mine in the CIA that just north of Houston was the hottest epicenter of child sex trafficking in the United States and learn how dark and abusive the crime really is. I, I. I felt like I got kicked in the gut, and then I got I got ticked off. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do about this? So my thing was, I need to compromise the enemy's mission. The, the predators, the child traffickers, enjoy the top cover of secrecy, and it's a it's a domestic covert operation, mm-hmm. and it's huge thirty eight to fifty billion dollars a year mm-hmm. selling children in the United States, larger than all pro sports combined. So what does that say about our society that our news media? doesn't cover it, that they keep it quiet and let the crooks have the run of the game board. And I'm like, mm I'm going to wreck it. yeah. And I'm coming. And then, boy, all hell broke loose when I threw my hat in the ring because I think some people on the other side uh, begin starting to panic because the intel guys that look over us on the darknet said, yeah, there was two main entities that really started panicking. What are we going to do about Frank Sawyer? How are we going to silence his voice? And that's pretty much their response. They, they've tried to silence me yeah. That's, that's their counter to what I'm doing. And I'm trying to expose the threat, rip away their veil of secrecy, top cover, shine the light on it. And so that the American people can see, Oh my God, they're hunting our children right here. And it's huge.
1: Yeah.
0: The fastest growing criminal enterprise on earth, child sex trafficking. So something's clearly wrong. Yeah. If you have to take a diaper off of a, an infant to rape it, something is severely morally and mentally wrong there and that's a fight all that's a hill all die on any day yeah it's just it's just the no-go we are our, our line i was at the alamo the other day and i did a little video from there but i'm like man this is a point from which our forefathers would not retreat mm-hmm. out of principle i think the children have to be that way for us all that's my commitment now i'm drawing the line in front of the children saying hey, leave the children alone and my yeah. gosh any species, if you can't take care of your offspring, you're doomed as a species. I mean, that's just science, right? Yeah. Leave morality and decency out of it. I mean, if survival, you can't shatter and destroy your, your offspring like this. So how we got so far down this diabolical road is kind of a long story, but we try to tell a lot of it in our documentary, Conjurland. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all about empowering the people so we can, we can all unite, lock arms together and, and stand up. For a, a cause, it seems like such a no brainer.
1: Yeah. And folks go to Veterans Four, the number four, childrescue.com. Org. Org. I always do that. Dot org. Dot org, people. Okay. So uh, that was your interview with the Blaze. So, how have things changed since you did that interview? in light of what's going on at the border right now. We're, we're staring down the barrel of Thursday. Just, it seems that the, the Biden suddenly woke up and sent troops, National Guard, to, to put down razor wire in front of the border. And, um, you know, I'm just wanting to get your reaction. Uh, you know, this is what you've been doing a while now. What do you think is going to happen?
0: Uh, what we see happening is <clears throat> as soon as Joe Biden got into office, um, he abandoned the border. He, obviously, there was a, 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 commun- a communique sent out because people came running and flooding uh, the border. you'll see that they're all on the same political Key institutions have been infiltrated but if we go back and listen to Russian KGB defector Yuri Bezmenov's lectures on ideological subversion, the manner by which they uh, have practiced and trained and are executing changing our perspective here in the United States you'll see that they've done it and if you go and you read the 45 communist goals of overthrowing the United States without firing a single shot that was read before Congress back in 1963. We knew their game plan. We failed to listen to it adequately on the whole, mm-hmm. and now they've done it. And some of those 45 goals are things like demonize our founding fathers, um, attack the nuclear family unit, um, demonize patriotism, break down faith and and Christ. There's just what they really did—they knew they couldn't beat us with tanks and guns, so they went after our culture. What were the aspects of our culture that made us so strong? That made us the most powerful nation on earth with the boldest freedom and uh, experiment, freedom and liberty ever uh, accomplished. How are they going to break that down? Well, they—they they would infiltrate it from the inside, break down the culture, and cause our our people to no longer appreciate or even understand. The liberty that we have and therefore next generations would give it up without a fight willingly. And that's what they're doing. So now we see our youth. They're completely lost. They don't know what bathroom to use. They don't know what to call each other. There's all this stuff that was fed to them Mm -hmm. as a deliberate campaign to spin their minds around, to cause them to be ineffective at defending what they have, and it is being taken from all of us right now. So this cabal of of global criminals have a common aspect of their culture, and it's the sickest, darkest thing you never want to see, but the more you you examine it and the more we run the operations that we're seeing, it's just a fact that they all prey on children okay and they have this compulsion to harm and rape and sell children and this like what the heck is wrong with you people and mm-hmm. so that's that's their most vulnerable achilles heel if you will that's their biggest vulnerability and that's why i'm out to expose it to spare the children and help save our nation
1: craig um th- these these points are instrumental um, because i've been saying i read uh, some of my sub stack to my viewers and the conclusion that I'm in right now is that there's a subsection of our government that is being weaponized against the American people. You know, it's like that there's, there's a silent or a cold war within the government, like a civil one. Um, you know, part of, part of the operating class, the administrative class are traditional Americans you know they they're the the patriot police and fire uh, profile guys that that go out and and protect and serve every day with the intention of keeping crime from hurting the the most vulnerable and then there is a corrupt class the the ones that are kind of allied with this very this other profile. So for many years, people have seen a variety of very, very wealthy public entities like the Vatican and Jeffrey Epstein come in for public prosecution for their roles in child sex abuse and trafficking. So a profile that emerges with a very basic outline for pedophile culture is super wealthy, corrupt, invasive to systems and people of lesser means. And finally, they seem to be psychotic, possibly from their own history and cyclical cult sex abuse. Some of some people actively avoid protected trust fund heirs because some of them are crazy predators. It's just known and they suspect that the company that they keep has a consistent diet for, well, blood and children. And they may not say that. But the suspicion is there. And so some people don't care, of course, and those are the people that they tend to surround themselves with, and the corrupt. So that would include the very complicated world of intelligence and ex-intelligence workers in our government. And former intelligence agents, I would think, are hired by, quote unquote, the wealthy for their unique ability to handle or keep a lid on covert crimes happening in real time be fixers and to control other people, outsiders with all forms of coercion. Okay, that wouldn't necessarily work with you. (laughs) So please tell us where the seam started to rip between your current work and the working class intelligence community who regularly debate working for these people once they complete their service to the United States government.
0: Well, I think ultimately it comes to uh, a, a, a moral issue, a, a set of uh, values that someone subscribes to mm-hmm. and ultimately I don't care if you look at it through the conventional science or, or quantum physics or from the spiritual realm it, it's all the same you've got one set of behaviors that builds up and leads to to healing and life. And you've got another set of behaviors that tears down, destroys, and leads to sickness and death. You can measure it. And so what we have are people that are, this may be an inadequate analogy for, for this application, but it's the one that comes to mind, a rock and roll lifestyle. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm neck deep in booze, hookers and blow, and I'm just going to party out and burn out. and You know, I'm just going to get me, I'm going to get mine. And I'm going to use and abuse and I'm going to um, lust after every, you know, carnal pleasure and just, yeah. But why don't you find... and they are just compelled to abuse and take and destroy. And so that's what I'm seeing happen is there's, there's that's where the two camps are and you could divide it by party or religion or this or that but it's really it's the, it's the individual choice to serve that which um, is beneficial to others or that which is detrimental to others. It really is it's just that simple once you once you lay it all out.
1: That's, that's important to say, Craig, because these are, these are vastly complicating, complicated issues. And, and for you to simplify them is, is helpful. It's very helpful. So to be candid, I've been very critical lately with the foreign intelligence community, uh, because they seem to already be grooming themselves for work for these, this uber wealthy and super villain baby eating sector. So I'm going to pivot here and I'm going to ask you about the public who um, has a relationship with the intelligence community, uh, but, but their frame is, is mostly what is known as the CIA and, the, and maybe the DNI for things like killing JFK, MKUltra, flooding Compton with crack cocaine and slow rolling the murder of American journalist Gary Webb, who broke that story. And then, of course, the very illegal and totalitarian NSA total surveillance, Complex added by former CIA contractor Edward Snowden. But, you know, there's also this other layer of agency um, malfeasance known as incompetence. And the CIA just got cited for misreporting sexual misconduct at the agency. The Biden administration used the CIA to mislead the public in order to get elected with this morale letter, um, you know, containing 50 high, top level CIA. You know, Michael Hayden and so forth and so on. Then, of course, there's Perkins Coley laundering the Steele dossier to go after Trump as a Russian asset, which still haunts us to this day. And even though it's it's defamation and using state resources and false light, we're all still kind of underneath it. And uh, so since Biden, we've seen the advent of using taxpayer resources to aggrandize a role of public. Um, illegally from the foreign po- policy sector inward. And and so it goes on and on. And this is the foreign malign influence center for disinformation. And this is the one office to rule them all. There was a there was a scattering of all these like uh, deep state funded NGOs that were, you know, filtering into 42 universities with packs of, of money. To, to, to censor the American people for medical disinformation or, or disfavored viewpoints or whatever it is, they just mark them up and send, send it on to the social media companies. And we've been following that here at the unsanctioned citizen for, for many, many weeks since the Twitter files uh, broke. So it seems to say the least that the public is endorsing foreign agencies with policies that actively defeat their interests, you know, in free exercise of speech, assembly, elections, religion, so forth and so on. The public wants more accountability for these agencies and that's what the weaponization committee is supposed to be for because of the tremendous illegal that they are given to ruin human life. And so again, you stepped up here to the plate because they were running, some of them were running cover for child predators. And so you became an agency whistleblower in part due to your association with General Mike Flynn, who came down on the wrong side of the deep state one day for free exercise thereof. And so please tell us first about why and then how they sought to make your life problematic. And secondly, what are our rights and responsibilities, our duties to hold um, rogue acting agencies accountable for misappropriating their power to harm you know, the interest of the American people.
0: Long yeah, time. well, a few things. I, I think I think it's important to judge on individual behavior. In other words, it won't do for me to uh, throw you in prison for something a family member did or a group member or something like that. I, Collective I, I punishment. Yeah. And, but that having been said, in any organization, Leadership sets the culture and a true leader will, will make it very clear as to the left and right lateral limits. Here is what here's an example um, we're an ABC organization here's what we're about here's the mission statement here is what I expect uh, and nothing else and outside of that here's what I will not accept. If, if you Uh, traitor or unwitting quiz and I say unwitting because so many of them seem like they don't have any comprehension of what's going to happen to them their children and their children's children when their behavior of ushering in global Marxism is and that's what it is and if you don't know that it's global Marxism then they're really idiots they're really unwitting. Uh, abused canner fodder quizzlings, because that's what it is. There's always the sugar frosting up front of it's democratic socialism. It's for the little guy. And that's for the naive who have never had any experience and never studied or researched or worked inside of any of these agencies. Um, it's absolute. Uh, it's like a silk handkerchief over someone's face. Here, look, it's democratic socialism, and it hides the donkey punch of, of of global Marxism that, you know, throws them in the back of the, the creepy rape fan and guerrilla rapes. Ooh. That's what thats what um, global Marxism is. is it's uh, absolute tyranny, and so they need a lot of deceit. If you're selling tyranny, boy, you need a lot of deceit. So uh, I just can't understand how people would would turn against everybody they've ever known or loved. And then what they're bringing in is absolutely unthinkable. And so uh, the the legends that I've talked to said, well, Craig, in some cases, they start off doing a study or a program to compromise the enemy in certain ways. And then a program doesn't work out the way they live. uh, for treason and sedition and there would be many thousands strung up for it if there should ever be a return to law but what we're seeing right now is a lawless country our borders have been abandoned our people have been deceived and lied to Uh, there's so much going on with the healthcare industry and so many things where we can see now we can start to measure much more on a wider scale how we've been deliberately lied to Orchestrated uh, and betrayed again and again. So, my question is, what's what's it going to take for people to grow up and find the moral courage to face the fact that we have been lied to, we are getting betrayed, we're losing everything, and we are going to have to actually stand up, roll our sleeves. And be assertive as voting citizens and start throwing the bums out and making sure that they can't cheat in elections. And we're, we're going to have to demand the proper oversight and not let them uh, submit bills, you know, on Christmas Eve, you know, at closing time on a Friday or, you know, any of the tricks that they, that they utilize. And, uh, you know, counting ballots without proper oversight, and you know, so many of the things that, that we know are wrong We're going to have to force the issue because uh, evil will not yield to mere suggestion. It takes force. And we the people are the only ones that are going to come to our defense. If you look back in Obama's presidency, he purged about 200 flag officers from the U.S. military. Well, why did he do that? Did the news ever tell us why? I never heard a peep from any of those officers that were... chief is not a military man, so it, he's not one to assess their their military service. So, what he what did he fire all of them for? What was that about? I'll be honest with you right now. I don't know. I suspect it's because those would have been the ones with a strong enough moral courage to stand up and, and call BS and throw a flag when they saw an election being stolen. And, uh, and, ex- and execute a uh, continuation of government exercise uh, to maintain a legitimate uh, government uh, should a silent coup be uh, uh, enacted upon our constitutional republic. So there's been a lot of betrayal and a lot of stuff that we've got to uncover. So I'd say, you know, when, when I was in the air marshal service, it was a senior SES-level executive from the top of the FBI that was put in charge of our field office, And he came in and he started destroying all my best agents' careers. I had 210 agents to manage at the time, and it was very upsetting. And he he wasn't going after the overweight agents who couldn't pass their PT test, or was struggling with their pistol qualifications, or or who were abusing their government vehicle, or you know, or not paying their government cards, or, or any of that. It wasn't any of the ones with the performance problems. It was the most stellar. It was the ones with special operations background, who were there early, who stayed late, who brought equipment to help, to build the whose intel reports were the most productive and intelligent. My best guys and for because my Navy career and my federal uh, law enforcement career
1: And about about that because that weak class that you were talking about that 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 corroded spongy spineless you know will soak up whatever um, to to kind of give some kind of substance to, to their their deviance okay they're the ones who are enabling the World Economic Forum folks with the giant satchels of cash. They are the ones who are being bribed. They're the ones who are being corrupted by say Chinese agents, you know, they're accepting the, the woke doctrine. Um, they're saying all the things that they need to say in order to stay lockstep through the funding period. And all of this is very banal and it's so insulting for the regular you know, go to work American to hear this. And I I think, you know, but, but it is banal, you know, it is, it is extremely straightforwardly evil for people to say, well, because, you know, I want to make sure that there's continuity of, of funding for our agency and this desk, I'm going to overlook the rape of the entire gymnast team at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, it's pathetic.
0: Yeah. Well, these are people that'll take the bribes. Uh, they'll certainly take the promotions and the uh, the, the duty, the prestigious duty um, assignments that they're after. And they're just they're not strong enough people on the inside to hold a straight line. And that's why I really get disappointed and the American populace's lack of ability to judge moral character. And they will choose the worst, the most ridiculous losers, and vote for them and put them in uh, positions of, of key authority. I'm like, folks, why do you expect that person to act in good faith? That person is a total reprobate. Like, what is it? What quality What whatsoever could you possibly see? And I, I just... I don't understand why the American people don't don't recognize that strength of moral character is the only thing that is going to cause an elected official to act in good faith when nobody's looking.
1: I think that you should test them.
0: By now, they can do whatever they want. So we better get smart and start pe- putting people in there with some backbone and integrity who will serve the people in good faith when nobody's looking. Because we've seen that uh, nobody's looking most
1: of the time. Well, secrecy is the shield. And they're going to hide behind it all day long and, 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 and generate more secrecy. Uh, we've, we've watched them do that for at least 10 years, 15 years. Uh, and they've done it. They've expanded the, the, um, the credentialing and the security uh, credentialing out into the private sector so that you have people at Facebook and Twitter rocking high-level security clearances. They don't need those. But they have them to guard the incompetence and the, uh, the moral failure. Of, of people at the agencies who are getting grabby with information they shouldn't have. But they're, they're, I also think that because they are so weak, they're also being coerced at some level. What level, okay, if you were gonna put it on a pie chart, you know, how much is stupidity? How much is incompetence? How much of it is is get, is entrapment by criminal organizations? Like if you were to put it on a pie chart, what would you say? You know, it, it, the retention of the, this type of, of uh, miscreant at the agencies, you know, what? what's the, the, the quorum?
0: Man, I'd put it at about 40% incompetence and the rest of it, um, to the degree that they are corrupted. And, and just completely weak moral character and, and the willingness to literally turn on everybody they've ever cared about. Um. Now, there are still, let me be uh, sure to say this, there are still strong people in each of these agencies, but at what point do you stand up and become a whistleblower and not just roll with the with the punches anymore, especially when you're, you're you know, I've talked to some, some people in different agencies and I've said, look, it's not that
1: you're going to lose your job,
0: They never lose their job. It's that you're going to lose your country if you don't. Who cares if you have a paycheck if the United States falls under global Marxism? Do you have any comprehension of what that looks like? I've stood in mass graves around the world in two different countries where the government had too much power over the citizens and the citizens got disarmed. And end up getting lined up and exterminated Nazi German style and buried in mass graves, women, children, and men alike. And I just, I fault people for not comprehending world history and not traveling enough and reading enough and meeting enough people. And I've talked to so many people around the world and said, where, and like Sarajevo and Beirut and Baghdad and places that I've lived in Warzone's and more so than saying, Look, did you ever think this would happen to your family? You may be sitting in a bombed out, you know, um, apartment building with a whole wall's gone and they're like, we never. Our beloved nation, we never we never thought this would happen.
1: Craig, I, I know we're we're running in the last fifteen minutes and I am so grateful, so grateful beyond measure for, for your wisdom here. Um we're we're at Mexico and what i know about mexico is that the cartels are both responsible for agitating anarcho-communism in the latin american northern triangle displacing huge swaths of people okay and then also going to the northern border and profiting from it so on two forks they are they have caused the problem and are profiting from the problem. And they do generate mass graves, people swinging from freeways in Tijuana, and then students who have died and, and, and were buried and, and they had to go find them. They had to go find missing students, an entire busload of students gone uh, because they ran cross with crosswise with the governments, Cartel. So these people are surging into South Texas, and we saw two events over the weekend. We saw Alan, and we saw uh, a young uh, gangbanger, same same gang, uh, plow through a bus stop and kill a ton, or you know, a, a number of of migrants who just come over. So what that says to me for somebody who lives here is that these are a workers with a labor dispute because they're either not getting compensated or they're being flooded with the amount of labor that they can't, you know, they can't compensate for. And it's a labor union like dispute or it's territorial or maybe it's both. But this is the kind of thing that that started happening in Tijuana when these cartels started having, you know, beefing it up together, and it moved from Tijuana into El Paso, and now it's moving even further northward into places like Allen and Dallas. So, you know, I wanna get your your thoughts on that. You know, am I shooting up the wrong tree or, or, you know, what do you think is gonna happen?
0: bottom line is we have to quit looking at this on a collective as a a society with such a naive lens. We we all need to grow up and realize at the very top of the international uh, terrorist organizations, uh, most of the top people in our government right now change. So why is that? Shouldn't there be an investigation? Shouldn't he have to give a legitimate reason And so one side is destroying our nation, and the other side is happy to let them. And as we, it's back to getting people back in positions of power that um, will serve in good faith And we've got to do a better job at our personnel selection in that regard. If we do, and we start fighting back the way that we know how to, we could turn this around. But uh, man, if, you know, if they get the digital currency locked in and they go completely cashless, that means they control the digits and and it's locked down. Then um, with the, the um, social credit scoring, if they don't like anything you, you do, they can turn off your, man, anything at yeah. that point. So mm-hmm. that, that's utter tyranny. We can't allow them to, to, you know, breeze past us with that. That's Those are checkmate moves. So the American populace is still slumbering. And I think that's what the media and the social media platforms are out and being paid to do is to make sure the American populace don't wake up. I'll tell you what. That
1: That those, the drop in ratings after they fired Tucker Carlson, which is also something that happened since the last time we spoke, uh, that Monday, everybody learned after, after the weekend, that Monday, everybody learned that the Tucker was unceremoniously just fired. I mean, people walked into the production building. That is, is a mark of distrust. So, so the speculations flew all over the place. And what came out was that BlackRock owns 45 million shares of Fox News. And uh, they, they put out an ESG score. And so, that, I mean, they have these tools of, to sanction and, and, and pull advertising dollars. I mean, they, they had 40% of the ad share. So they systematically bought their way in, in order to control the narrative at Fox News. Now, I mean, obviously, they're not the only uh, news outlet for, say, conservatarian, conservative, patriot-style news. But what is troubling is that they, they, they unceremoniously fired Tucker, who was their top talent, and they are bleeding ratings and they are also bleeding cash because of Dominion. So it was like a one-two punch. And so I think most people are looking at that and going, okay, he was top drawer and they threw him in the garbage, just like you said. Uh, you know, it's it's the top talent, it's the people who, you know, pay their bills on time and sign, sign all the forms and do their due diligence. Uh, they they stay in shape for for the the rough times and the people who are prepared and ready for 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 duty for action. Okay, those people are the ones that get that get cut by the banal, you know, substrate, you know, undermining, you know, class. So that they are the ones who are left. And I just want you to know there's a lot of people who are, are seeing more of this and because every time people like you speak out and, and confirm essentially our worst notions that you know we've got to gut this we've got to clear it out um and we have to to get a better standard for our public service uh that that we won't make it right craig the american people cannot repay you for your good works but i know you will be rewarded so handsomely in heaven by the creator thank you for putting the gift of your time with us.
0: Well, wow, it's a pleasure, and uh, that's all I hope for. I just want to be a humble servant and, and give as much good as I can with the days that I have. So it, it feels right, and uh, that's what makes makes me tick. And I do urge other people to uh, uh, consider doing the same if they're not already. Because I mean, that's that's the, what makes the world a better place. And I sure do feel better. You know, I'm attacked every day, but I'm I'm happy because I'm doing the right thing. And somebody's money can't buy,
1: you know, so. Yeah. God bless you all the same. You're flying over the target and that's exactly the right place for you to be. (laughs) No place I'd rather be. So that wraps our interview with Craig Sawman Sawyer. He's VETS, V-E-T-S, the numeral four, childrescue.org. And uh, this is a special nonprofit for exposing and eradicating child trafficking in the United States of America. Also, please, uh, you know, special audiences advise, this is not for, not for the queasy. uh, View the Contra Land documentary. And uh, you can find it for free on YouTube. Uh, Just look for Contra Land. It's just a shocking documentary about child trafficking in the United States. Things that you'd never believe would uh, are just happening, possibly right in your community, right under your nose, and uh, it will make your head swivel because you need to understand how dangerous uh, the world is and how dangerous it is becoming for children, all children. So, um, and protect, protect yours, protect all the kids. Um, you know, we, we tend to feel a little bit helpless in that area because <laughs> we can't be everywhere all at once, but I think knowledge is power. And when you have the type of assistance that, that, uh, vets for child rescue provides, I think you're going to have an edge. So uh, this has been a special presentation from the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please join us again soon uh, on Substack Podomatic, callin.com, and RSS.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast archives at Substack. Automatic iHeartRadio podcasts and call in. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMdean.com